It seems like the French Open might be a safer option than the US Open. Patrick Moritoglu, which is Serena Williams' coach, is saying that players are going to probably have to pick between the US Open and the French Open. Now, we know the schedule is very tight. We know that the US Open finishes the day that uh, the Madrid Masters starts. So there's not much wiggle room. There's only about three weeks between the final of the US Open and the first day of the French Open. Maybe less. Might be even two weeks, which is you know going to be insane to see that. But he reckons... Serena Williams, Coach Moritoglu, reckons that uh, they're going to have to pick, you know, U.S. Open, French Open. Now, we do have, I think, a 14-day quarantine in the U.S., so when you go to the U.S. Open, you're going to have to get there two weeks early and stay inside for two weeks. Uh, I don't know if the same thing is for the French Open. If you go to France, can you, you know, go out and do whatever you want uh, the, the first day, or is there a period of time we have to stay inside? Uh, I don't know uh, what the situation is there, but... Yeah, it's going to be interesting because a lot of players won't go to the U.S. Open because of that 14-day uh, isolation, which is understandable. And uh, it gives the American players that advantage because they are in America. They don't need to quarantine for 14 days because they can just go straight to New York and be fine. Uh, but the French Open, I don't know how that works. If they go from America to France, what will happen there? Uh, so Moritoglu has said the schedule is crazy. I don't know what's going to happen, but some players will be ready, uh, be more ready than others. So I'm assuming that he means the American players will probably be more ready. Uh, it looks impossible, especially changing continents, changing surfaces, uh, with everything so compact. So yeah, you know, changing from hard court at the U.S. Open to the clay, even though it's not as big a change as Wimbledon and the French Open, which they're pretty close together if you look at the schedule too. You know, it's still not it's not ideal for the players that do well at the U.S. Open because you know, like I said, if you go from the U.S. Open semi-finals straight to the clay courts, you've only got like two weeks where you know you got to train for the French. Whereas if you skip the U.S. Open, for example, which a lot of European players seem to be entertaining that, I think Simona Halep might be the first one to say she's not going to be playing the U.S. Open or she's pretty much out of the U.S. Open, and a lot of other players are thinking, you know, I'm going to focus on the French. They're going to get to play on clay for those weeks when, you know, some of the other American players, for example, Serena and uh, maybe Andrescu as well, they're going to be playing uh, the U.S. Open. So that'll be interesting to see how this schedule plays out because it's very compact. It's very close together, as Moritoglu just said, and players might have to choose. Now, I think most of the European players are going to pick the French Open just because they're in Europe. It's close to home. They don't need to worry about going to America, isolating all that stuff that I just said before, and then going to the French Open and trying to play, trying to win that. Um, but then maybe you know, and a lot of the US, the US players are going to play the US Open, of course, because it's in their backyard. Players in Asia, players in Australia, not sure if they're going to what they're going to do. Probably go to Europe. It feels like Europe might be a little bit safer at the moment. Um, as a neutral, you know, I'm in Australia and looking out, looking from the outside, it seems like. The French Open might be a safer option than the U.S. Open, which Nick Kyrgios has kind of said that you know the U.S. Open is not looking good. Uh, of course, Ash Barty, defending champion at the French Open, I doubt she'd play the U.S. Open because she has uh, you know she wants to go uh, defend her title in France. Uh, so yeah, we'll see over the next couple of weeks how this plays out. You know, the players that start playing the warm-up tournaments for the U.S. Open, you'd expect would be playing the U.S. Open. Pass, Medvedev, they're confirmed to play in Washington like they did last year. So those guys seem to be wanting to go play the U.S. Open, which I think is a smart idea, because if you've got no Djokovic, no Nadal, there is a title up for grabs. 
for somebody new. You know, maybe Stan or, or Murray can play that one, but um, or Chilich even. He might be able to win the U.S. Open again. But it's a great opportunity for, especially for the men. I think, think you know, with with the women's side, every tournament seems to be pretty open. You know, anyone in the top ten could win any of the majors. But for the men's side, there's a massive opportunity for the U.S. Open uh, for a new U.S. Open, a new champion at that U.S. Open team. Zverev, Medvedev, Tsitsipas, Berrettini, all those guys, I think, would be silly not to play the U.S. Open, or at least go and attempt to do the U.S. Open. Golden opportunity, no Djokovic, no Nadal potentially, of course, no Federer. Why not go have a crack at it? Um, but yeah, it seems like a lot of players might be, you know, might have to choose. A lot of the top guys might have to choose, and girls might have to choose. So we'll keep an eye on that as the tournament start up in a couple of weeks.